Update Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This was done via the wild world of Zoom with comedian Mindy S. from Virginia Beach. It's a fun one. Uh, check it out. It's really fun. We uh, we had some fun on Zoom. You can check it out on YouTube or um, audio wherever you're listening right now. Subscribe if you haven't. Check out our sponsors. Give us a five-star review. And that's it. Enjoy this fun podcast. PaulFComedy.com for my upcoming dates. Be safe. Hey, all. Paul Farver here, your singles-only host and date coach in a way, right? We all know that I'm not a professional. And I love giving people advice, but I sometimes can't. It's out my pay grade. I can't handle some of the stuff that people need. And you need sometimes a professional relationship coach. That's why I've teamed up with Relationship Hero to provide that service to my fans, friends, podcast listeners. If you're struggling with a breakup or real relationship issues, sometimes you just can't rely on friends like myself and your your circle of friends. You need professional relationship advice. And that's what Relationship Hero does. RelationshipHero.com. Check them out. You can talk to them, you can show them text messages, and they'll give you an expert analysis. They do outside-the-box thinking. That's why I signed up with them, to be honest with you. I read one of their reviews uh, a couple days ago. Jeff wrote, excellent advice was given, gave them a five-star review. They think outside the box to give you honest and honesty and compassion. You can tell they are extremely qualified. Now, I'm not extremely qualified, right? We all know that. I'm a comedian, former lawyer, former musician, I have zero professional analysis and relationship experience or training. They do. You need to use them. And here's what we're going to do. If you go to the website, relationshiphero.com backslash singles only, you are going to get $50 off your first one-hour session. Relationshiphero.com backslash singles only. Check it out. Tell them I sent you, but they'll know because you're using the link. And, uh, I think it's going to give you the advice you need. You can call them. You can show them texts. You can do everything. They are there for you. Check them out, relationshiphero.com. You're welcome. Hey, singles only folks. Have I ever uh, steered you wrong? Have I ever, you know, given you bad advice? I, I've been here for four years now for some of you guys. The longest relationship I've ever been in is with this podcast. And uh, I've given you everything I can. I brought guests that have informed you, entertained you, told you how to date, told you how not to date. And now I'm bringing you another tool, a superpower, if you will. It's called the Keys Dating Keyboard. You download this app and it saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in dating. What it is is it has messages for every situation, breaking the ice, being flirty, responding to something that was asked of you, um, or most importantly, breaking up with someone or ending things. Instead of ghosting, you can be a responsible person and choose multiple different responses. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. When I saw this app, I was like, I need to, I need to get this to my folks. And, you know, it's been proven that uh, singles spend over 8,000 messages, you know, hours on apps uh, until they find what they're looking for. Well, this is going to save you so much more time. It's a free app for you guys. That's what I'm going to do for you. You guys download the app. It's, uh, if, you, if you Google dating keyboard keys or uh, keys keyboard, um, it's going to pop up. Promo code singles only free. Boom. Don't tell me I don't do anything for you guys. So this is 
it's being, you know, it, only certain people have access to this, but you guys are going to be ones that have it. You guys are basically going to be testers on this app. And um, I'm inviting you to listen to this, to use it, and uh, before it's released to the general public, tell me what you think. Download the app. Use the password. Singles only to get in. Anyone that signs up will be free for one year. One year of free usage. I don't know what else to tell you. I am doing everything I can to get you guys to stop listening to this podcast and, and find love, whatever the hell that means. Keys, dating, keyboard. Promo code, singles only. You're welcome. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I, I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, but when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer, sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. For another edition of Singles Only Podcast, we are doing this one via Zoom. So if you're listening, uh, this is not live, but you guys will know the difference because the sound quality is so, so good. I have a comedian on, uh, very funny, from the East Coast. Let's just get right into it. Uh, Mindy S. Uh, are you there, Mindy? There you are. Hey, how are you? Thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for having me. So you are a comedian um, on the East Coast and oh, yeah. single. Say you're that again? Single? You're single still? Oh, I'm, you broke up a little. Yes, I'm single. Okay. How is that possible? Oh, you, there's a plethora of reasons, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to just pick one reason? Well, let me ask, let's start, let's start over. When was the last relationship you were in? How long ago was that? The first, like the last kind of relationship I was in was like three months ago, but it only lasted for a month and a half. So I don't know if that counts. Not really. Before that, I dated a comic on and off for a year, which okay. was a terrible idea. Yes. Um, and then before that, I dated somebody for five years uh, that okay. probably you know, killed me inside. And that's why I'm still single. Why do you say it kills you inside? He, um, not to get too psychological, but do you, are you familiar with the type of person that's like a narcissistic sociopath? Sure. I'm real attracted to those types of people. Like yeah. that's my go-to 
Like if there's a narcissist in the room, I'm like, so what are you like, what are you going to do later? You know, like, so he just was a bad dude and I got like addicted to him and I thought I was over it, honestly, but I was in a, like a food line the other day and first off, he still randomly DMs me, but I was in a food line the other day and he DMed me some dumbass song from like six years ago, like the lyrics to it. And I immediately just started like bawling in this food lion and I was like you're not better yet so Wait, what what lyrics was this was it like personal to you or was it like a like a Beyonce song or something so well okay so let me preface by saying I'm four and a half years sober like I haven't had a drink in awesome. four and a half years cool. thank you but when um we were still dating you know the first couple hundred times we would get hammered and go out to the bars and stuff. And he told me that that song, it's like, um, I can't sing, but it's like, tonight. Yeah, we are young. young. And it's like, I'll carry you home tonight. He always thought that song reminded me of him because I used to get hammered and he used to carry me home. So that song came on, that song, I guess, reminded him of me. And I was like, (laughs) like, it was just not. But I hate him, so that's the no, thing, you know? Wait a minute, so he knows you're sober, though, right? Yeah, we got back together once I got sober, and he almost, like, hated me more. Well, it seems like he's, like, encouraging, like, a time in your life where you've moved on from, right? He's a hot, he's a mess. He messaged me, like, a week ago and was like, he's had a girlfriend for over a year that looks like the Asian version of me. She's literally like me, but not quite, you know what I mean? And, um, I'm like, she just is. He only dates girls that look exactly like me, but she, he's been in a relationship for a year yet. He was like, it's not too late for us. Is it? I was like, maybe I want to kill myself. How long have you been not dating? Okay, so not dating, it's been a couple years, but... I still, like, the Band-Aid opened up a couple times. You but guys. until he started dating this chick, we were still hooking up, like, every, like, six months until he yelled at me and was a psychopath every time. And then I was like, okay, you're still the same person. And then, like, in, like, six months, I'd forget again and, like, try it again. And then you'd be the same person again. Okay, so he sent you the lyrics. You're at a food line, which is, I assume, a supermarket on the East Coast, similar to what we have. It's town supermarket. <laughs> yeah, and you got you start crying when you hear the lyrics from, or he sends you the lyrics from Fun. That's yeah. the band name. And uh, what did you write back? Or did you respond? Did you engage? Oh, God, I'd have to pull them up. I responded because I'm a masochist. Um, I'm not sure what I responded. Okay. Something like, Something like, um, makes me sad. And then I was like, told him I was crying in the food line. And I was like, at least I know, this is so pathetic. I was like, at least I know I'm not dead inside, like all dramatically. And he was like, put the laughy emoji. And I was like, no, I'm serious. He's dead. In, you were implying that he's dead inside? No, I was saying at least I'm not, I know I'm not dead inside because real emotion like came uh, out of my body. And I was like, oh my not- God. Was he a guy who didn't show emotions or something too, or? No, he, no, he was like emotional as hell. But like, I feel like ever since him, when I date people, I have like, I forget I'm even seeing someone unless I'm with them. Like, I I feel like I can't establish an emotional connection to anyone. 
So like when I cried in the food lion, I was like, and it wasn't like, you know how you like start to think about something and there's like tears that like kind of come out and then there's like tears that are like the ones that like just drop out of your face. I've heard about this. I don't have emotions, but I've heard about this. Yes. I didn't know I had any, any more either, but so there was the kind that like drop out of your face and it was just like, like literal, like tears is not the word. It was embarrassing, but I, I, I really didn't mean it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I can like, you're not dead. You just buried everything. Yeah. And that's refreshing to know. That's good. Yeah. That means you have feelings. And when you have tears in food lion, it's like a, it's like the new version of the Eric Clapton song. Can I ask you a question? Your like fingers, oh, like you, you lifted your fingers. One was really pink. What is that? I you were going to ask me this. Okay. So I have a lot of hobbies. And earlier today I was tie dyeing a Taylor Swift band tee and like, <laughs> wait a minute. This is a hobby where you, you tie-dye Taylor Swift all band shirts? So I have, I sell a lot of stuff online. Like, you know how people flip like baseball cards? Sure. I flip like designer clothing. But when I can't find that kind of stuff, I buy Harley shirts, band shirts, bleach them, and then like reverse tie-dye them and then tie-dye them over. And like they sell really well. So anyway, I was just tie-dyeing some shirts in the kitchen, you know? And okay. I was like, I think I murdered my ex-boyfriend and- <laughs> Look like you murdered like a, like a pink bunny. Um, yeah. I washed my hand like six times because I knew that you would, I was like, I hope he doesn't ask me about that. I but I mean, right. So wait, um, so this tie-dye thing, is this something you've been doing during quarantine or this is something you've always done? You are out of the loop. Literally everyone tie-dyed during quarantine. No, I do know that. I'm just saying, did, oh, you okay. start the, did you do this before also, or this is a new hobby? I started during quarantine, but it turns out I'm like, I don't want to, like an idiot savant of tie-dye. <laughs> Isn't that the word when you're just like okay. really randomly good at something? You're really good at it. Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna, yeah, it's a dumb thing to be good at. This is something that's gonna take, you're gonna keep doing this. And so, I'm assuming, right? After this is all over and we're back in the real world. Tie-dyeing? I yeah. mean, I sold like or four tie-dye shirts this week. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me tie-dye some more shirts, you know? And they sell for like 30, 35 bucks a piece. And let's be honest, nobody's buying like Mindy comedy t-shirts. So <laughs> like, I might as well tie-dye some shirts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you after this too, because I, I'm saying a lot of my parents my mom's designer clothing and everything because uh, we're cleaning out their house. We talked about it on the podcast. But what my question is, is, is this something that you're going to keep doing? And if so, like, is this something that the person that you try to date or whatever is going to have to accept as part of your... If that's a deal breaker, then like they don't know anything about me. Well, let's talk about that. What are your, like, are you looking to date someone now? Like, I, we're going to get to the comedy, the comedian. That was a huge mistake. But are you looking to like, are you on the apps or are you meeting people other than I, the lion? I was on the apps until I disputed the charge with my bank. Long story short, now my Apple, now Apple won't let me down and load any apps until I go to the apps or to the Apple store. And I've just been lazy. So like, I literally haven't dated online in like two months just because my apps won't download. So I've just been like 
commute about? Not doing anything. Like I'm, I'm obviously not in like a huge rush to find somebody. And like, I kind of feel when I do have somebody, I like, I'm real judgy. And like, I kind of like hate a lot of things that people do. Okay. And so like, and I also like being by myself a lot too. Like I like tie-dyeing in my kitchen when I feel like tie-dyeing in my kitchen. I don't want some dude to be like, you want to go like grab, you know, grab lunch. I'm like, I'm, I think tie-dyeing right now. You know what I mean? No, that's uh, that's the decisions you make now. Cause I've found so many hobbies during COVID. I'm like, I love, I always liked being alone anyway, but now it's like, do I even want to go out and eat with someone and like have to be like, like talk to them, you yeah. know? Like, I feel like, I feel like you need to do that just to stay sane, but also, yeah. like, I also love being alone too, so it's hard, but. Well, um, I don't like having people expecting me to be like on, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you do comedy, so let me hear some of your material. I'm like, can I just like eat my tacos, you know? Yeah, because yeah, you're a Taco Bell in this hypothetical. <laughs> I'm, I'm Hypothetically, I was at like a classy taco place just now. Oh, okay, my bad. What are you, like. Okay, so if you haven't been on the apps because of this dispute, can I ask what this dispute is about? Like, was it, is it over a lot of money or was it like a $12 app? I don't know, because I'm being like a huge wuss and I won't like call them and find out. But like, so I disputed, like I kept getting all these random $2, $3 charges, but then every day I would owe like $12 to the app store until finally I called my bank and I was like, look, I don't know. I couldn't figure out how to get rid of them. Like when I looked at what apps I was paying for, they like wouldn't show up. But then I was paying like 10 to $12 a day on BS. I do photography. And so I downloaded a bunch of like random photography apps. And then, like, every time I've ever done a free trial, I've never stopped the free trial. So, like, stop. but anyway, so the, my bank decided to dispute every charge, and I'm scared to go to the Apple store because I'm scared they'll be like, yeah, as long as you pay off this $800, then you can have your app store back. Call your bank. You can just call them and be like, what, what's still in dispute? And then you can decide what you want to dispute or not. They disputed every charge I ever had. Oh, you like can. They, had, they disputed the every single app I was paying for. You can stop the dispute. You can tell them, "Hey, I'm not disputing this anymore," unless it's eight hundred dollars. Well, the thing is, I did sales for a long time. I was in sales. I worked for Verizon Wireless, but people thought we were the Apple Store. So, like, I could literally fix somebody's phone with like my eyes closed, and I have never had this thing happen in the whole however many years I worked at Verizon. So I'm it's like, this screwing up your, it's screwing up your dating life right now. You should care. I mean, about if I cared a whole lot, I'd go to the Apple store. Well, what, is, what are your goals? With, do you want to get married and have kids or anything? I, I want to get married eventually, but I don't want to marry somebody that like, I like half-ass care about. Like I'd rather be by myself than like settle ever you know and what's the point of being married yeah exactly and I would not mind having a kid like I would always thought I wanted to have like one kid but then I started doing stand-up and then I was like okay my life could go like two ways like I could do the stand-up thing and actually like hustle at it and get it really really where I want it to be and I could be happy that way or else if it's not going to happen like that I guess I'll get married and have a kid (laughs) So it's like your, it's like your backup plan. It's like your safety. I don't, yeah. It's like my, like if my comedy dream is going to come like crashing down, then I might as well like have a baby and live in the suburbs, you know? Let me ask you this. Why can't your safety 
Nat B tie dyeing shirts and uh, and doing this like this uh, business of designer clothing, flipping designer clothing. Maybe I'm doing that now just to give myself the like. I'm doing that. I do photography. I was working for a photography company, and now I'm just freelancing with photography, and then stand up. So I quit my nine to five basically to pursue stand up, and then you know, ever, now that COVID happened, nothing's open here. Literally nothing's open here. You guys aren't open? Where, where, what are the we don't, I live in Virginia Beach. We have a funny bone here. We have a couple other smaller comedy clubs. And they're all um, closed? They're all closed. Not one comedy club can be open right now in this area. And I think DC is closed too, because yes. I do some stuff up in DC and there's nothing. Yeah, so, closed. In the meantime, I literally started a TikTok, like a sellout, and I got a YouTube channel going, which I've been wanting to do anyway. And um, I'm kind of just trying every other kind of method I can do, you know? When you, um, when you were doing stand-up, though, were you approached by guys from shows, and has that ever resulted in anything positive? People yell, show me your tits a lot, but like, I don't- Serious? Still? Oh, at least once a month, but like, I don't take that as, and my boobs are never even out during shows. Like it's ridiculous. So like, I don't take that as like approaching me. Like that's more like just. Oh, I'm talking about after the shows. Set up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But like, I have this thing where like, anytime someone's attracted to me, I assume that they're like kind of a loser. Okay. That's fair. A lot of people have that. Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Or else I'm like turned off that they like me. I'm like, ew, like what? If I don't have to hunt for it, then I don't want to eat it. You know what I mean? The guy who treats you like shit to be like, okay, this is, this is. Not like shit, but just like, don't, just, there's like a fine line between, just don't be a douche. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can I say that word? Yeah, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Okay. So what? But, um. And it's like if the world's hottest guy or like a very attractive guy came up to me after a show and was like, you were really funny. Would you like to get dinner? I'd probably be like, yeah, for sure. But like the people that I'm meeting at these shows are like, just <laughs> not it. They're not it. And social media, like DMs on social media, I don't, there's not one person, you know. That's I'm not sure, a good move. I'm yeah. sure you have just as many Facebook friends or whatever, but I've got, you know, 4,000 Facebook friends people and I don't want to hang out with a single one of those people like not one out of 4,000 I think I'm picky well that's but like picky in a bad way mm, no I think you should be picky I mean if a guy slides into your dms it's not going to be like a pot it's a 90% of those are not going to be uh winners oh yeah I actually used to think that I had to respond to all of those people just to be polite like hi thanks but like my therapist told me that all they want to do is fuck me and I don't have to say anything to any of them. But then they get angry and then they hate text. Like, hate Doesn't under, does your therapist understand the need of like our Instagram followers? Like we need, we need them to keep following us. She yeah. not, doesn't understand she, the business. But, but then if I say stuff back, if somebody's like, hey, beautiful, and I say something back, then they're like, they want to have a conversation and like I'm tie-dyeing you know what I mean it's like I'm busy <laughs> this tie-dyeing thing is gonna be uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a part of your life I feel you're gonna have to like accept it. I have 
I have 10,000 hobbies. It's just one of them. It was just what was happening today. Um, so if you're not going to be on the apps until you get this app figured out, situation figured out. I'm calling out. them. I swear to God, I'm calling them because I'm real sick. I haven't even made out with anybody in like literally like at least two months. Okay. Yeah, it's funny that I think for guys right now, it's it's they can get away with murder because women haven't been uh, women haven't been like out and about, and uh, they're just ready to hook up. Uh, and, and the guys but can are, see. I could hook up with any of these randos in my DMs, yeah. and I don't want to do that either. Like, I'd rather have sure. sex with no one than like, look. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Yeah, like, you have to, they have to, like, meet your tie-dye threshold. Like, is this worth $35 that I can make during sex? Like, I can sell, I can make a tie-dye in 30, how long does a shirt take to, to tie-dye? Not long. Okay. So you're talking about, like, 30 minutes of sex versus a fun, enjoyable experience making a tie-dye shirt, which also results in income. I'm assuming you're doing, like, five shirts in a sitting. If yeah. they're fucked up, so... I figured. Yeah, I should have worn gloves. That would have been the go-to, but you know. You can't get this much done with the tie-dye, I assume. No, yeah, I like to go hard. I like to feel the material and really yeah. know what I'm working with. Uh, okay, so when you were on, other than apps, what other ways are you trying to meet people? Or are you? Well, honestly, like dead honest, and I, I do a lot of, I do a bit about it. It's really a, Dating sober is kind of hard. Yeah, I know. Because I, um, I, people think it's weird, first of all, and then I'm just like, own it. They're like, why don't you drink? I'm like, because I was like a raging alcoholic and it was killing me. So I stopped, you know? And like, I think that people, damn, I literally turned, took my phone off the thing. Hold on. <laughs> We're getting callers into the show. That's pretty awesome. The telemarketer, I hate you. Stop. Okay. Um, it's fine. But guys think it's either gonna be like I'm not. Well, I'm fun though, so it doesn't make any sense. I like. I like. I promise I'm as fun sober as like somebody else you dated wasted. Like, and right. but for some reason, I think that people turn it into a like a thing where it's like they start judging themselves when I'm not drinking. They're like. Like they feel bad about their own behavior when I don't even care. Like I don't mind dating somebody that drinks as long as they, I, I don't want to date somebody that's going to get shit faced every time we hang out. Like that's not cute, but like they can socially drink and be normal. But um, I think I get one ruled out because of that a little bit. And also um, I'm not going to the bars unless I'm doing a show at a bar or if there's like, an activity going on you know what i mean like there has to be like a thing for me to do there besides people yeah, just you can't just no I, I it is so i don't i don't drink very often anymore i'm not sober anymore but i'm also not drinking but i do agree with you that it's hard to go on dates because especially a first date because people don't understand they're like oh you don't drink there's automatically there's a stigma with sober dating or sober people they don't know where to take you. Yeah. And then they get always... out and you're like, I don't give a shit what you do. I just, yeah. number one, don't drink that much anymore. And when I do, I don't drink before I do any shows or so yeah. for me, when I was drinking, because I don't drink before shows, 
it wasn't worth it for me to like have a drink at 1230 at night and then be like, all right, I want to keep going out. Everyone was like, well, we're done. We've been drinking all day. So I just stopped. But um, yeah. for dating, though, it does weird people out. And it's so bizarre because I think for you, you have a lot of personality and you were, it sounds like you're a raging alcoholic. So you, you know what fun is. But I then, was too fun. That's why I stopped. It was just well, like, that's what I'm saying. But then if you date other sober people, it's really hard to find people that are, so. it's not the same. Like, I don't want to date somebody right. particularly sober. Like I don't, I mean, if they don't drink just because they don't enjoy it, like that's fine. But like, I don't go to AA because I just, it's just not my thing. I did for a while and I don't anymore, but like, I don't want to date I don't want to talk about the fact that I don't drink all the time. Like it's not something I think about on a daily basis. So I don't want to date another like recovering alcoholic where we're like, do you remember back in the right. good old days when, yeah, it's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to live my life like a normal person. Huh? <laughs> You're just drinking coffee and smoking menthol cigarettes, reminiscing about the days before. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember Never clear. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you, on your dating apps, do you say that you're sober? Like, do you, do you tell people that? Or you just, that's a reveal that you surprise them with when they see your, um, your pink fingers? I usually tell people once they make like a first date and they're like, so you want me for happy hour? And I was like, I actually don't drink, but we can do something else. If you want to grab like, you know, like tacos or yeah tacos if you want to do something you know what people do to, a lot they take me to indoor rock climbing like i feel like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like these dudes want to be i swear they want to be creative but like there's only so many activities here so like their first date idea is always like somehow me hardcore working out at something like we have a thing that's like a zipline park i've been taken to the zipline park probably five times i've gone indoor rock climbing a lot like it's always like somehow me sweating my ass off on a first date why did, why do you think that is because that's a really bizarre thing to, i mean if it happens once or twice it happens it happened, so that's really weird because you, i think they're like no i think they just want to be like creative and they don't ever do anything besides go to happy hour so they're like I'll I'll think of something I'm like all right great I'm gonna have to end up going rock climbing again but um <laughs> but I like to act like I've barely met I like to act like I've never really been or I've only been like once or twice so that I'm just like a natural you know what I mean I'm like oh my god I can't believe I'm so good at this the staff like recognize you like oh she's she's I like have my own have my own gear I'm just yeah, they're like, like, oh, you keep coming back with these random dudes that all look the same, but this one's like an Asian version of the narcissist you dated. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. What? Um, well, let me ask you this: How did you meet the guy that you dated for five years? How did that? How did that come out? Rock climbing. <laughs> rock climb, hardcore rock climbing. No, I already. Well, he went to the high school that was like down the street from my high school, so I used. To, I remembered him from like parties back in the day. But then, he was always like really little. And then what I used to have bartended at this bar for like seven years called Kokomo's. It was like this big outdoor tiki bar, it's and uh, it's like the spot down here. But I saw him one time, and I was like, Jimmy got hot, and then like, we just started hanging out. 
I kind of made it happen in like a weird way. Not in a weird way, but like, not in a weird way, but we, a bunch of us, I had friends that were his friends and we went to somebody's birthday and we went bowling, which was really random. And I was like, my car is not here. Can I ride with you to the next spot? And then here, that was it. But your car really was there. So you had to go back and get your car. Yeah. I Ubered back the next day. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. So you met that guy. You can't meet anyone on Hinge. You met the comedian through comedy, I assume. Yeah. He sucked. Comedians. Why would you date a comedian? I didn't know better yet. And then I tried it and he was like, you know what he reminds me of? Have you ever seen, um, what movie is it? There's a movie where, oh, the other, have you seen the, have you seen the other, yeah, that's it. Um, have you seen the other guys? I think so, with Will Ferrell. With, yeah. yeah. So there's a scene in that movie where, like, they have to go interview this girl that Will Ferrell used to date at his house, and the husband is there, and he's like, come back here and fuck my wife. He's like this fat, nasty guy with, like, a, like a yeah. sweater on. So every time I would see this comic, I would just think, come back here and fuck my wife. Like, he was, like, that guy in my head. So, like, he ended up... <laughs> like, or because of how he acted? I think both. I don't know. Mostly how he looks like. He wore a lot of sweater vests, and he had, like, kind of a gut. I hope he watches this. Wait. I just posted on Instagram of me in a sweater vest from the 90s. Like, is that... Well, that's okay. That's okay. Okay. Old school. But, you um, bigger guys? Is that your thing? No, I honestly, I used to date like mind just very ex attractive men. Like I, that was my type. People were like, "What's your type?" I'm like, real attractive. Until I started doing stand up, and then you know, if you do comedy and you're funny, you're three like three points higher on the oh, scale just because you're in comedy. So you're like, great. he was like. He was like a four on a good day, but like he was a seven because I thought he was funny until I realized he like never even watched any of my sets, even though we'd be in like shows together. <laughs> and like he just like didn't care about anything but his own shit, you know? But um narcissism that you attracted. Oh yeah. He like he really liked attention, but not just from like me, just like from everyone, you know? Oh, and that's the problem with it. Yeah, but some people are in comedy because they like like to make people happy they like had a hard time as a child I mean I think that's part of it had a hard time like to have a lot of trauma and so they learned to you know be funny based on that and then there's the people that just really 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 like attention and yeah. I mean granted all of us like attention but there's some people that take it to the next level and this dude took it to the next level so you clearly need to be the the you're the you're the artist in a relationship are you do you now realize that you would need like a yin and yang to you because you have like a power like a you have a strong personality you've got a lot of shit going on for you like how can you how can you date some you've got to date like a boring attractive dude right I ended up dating so we're like a really big military town like okay that so like that like Navy SEALs are based out of Virginia Beach. Like that's what our town is. And like, I have found with any of those type of guys that I've hung out with, and I'm stereotyping because several of my girlfriends are married to people that do the same job and I really respect it and it works for them. But like, I find that I have 
too big a personality for people that are like, I don't know how to explain it. Like they almost want me to just shut up and like, yeah. And like, you have a big personality where certain men can be, would be intimidated by or like can't accept because they're traditional views of, uh, I think that is, it's more of like that type of guy is like a more traditional type of yeah. like they want a traditional relationship you know, and well, I, don't, I don't fit that you know what I mean even though that's like you know even though that's the right way women shouldn't talk until spoken to you of course <laughs> of course yeah you you need to yeah like I think that but there are people that are like timid um accountants or like people that would be like nerds that are attractive physically that are smart i assume you need someone smarter they need to know i mean smart's good i funny is a big one though which is the comedy thing like the, yeah, like why i'm trying to find a funny guy a funny smart. guy that'll let me be like the star of the show sometimes and not get jealous that people pay attention to me that turned out to be a big one with my ex is like he really didn't like when other people the ex five years or the comedian yeah the five year the five year one the other one didn't give a shit he didn't, didn't even i don't think he even knew when i was on stage yeah he was the one yelling show us your tits probably <laughs> yeah exactly what, uh what was the uh what did the narcissist guy do for work he was a civil engineer Hmm. You yeah. know, he made me, he made, not made me, but like he strongly encouraged me to get breast implants because, because he was a civil engineer, he likes things to be perfectly symmetrical. Well, were your boobs not symmetrical? No, they were, they were just little. So it's like oh. bullshit. But like, that's why he likes fake boobs so much. He told me as every girl he's ever dated has had fake boobs is because, you know, he thinks like that very like he, he and he did like things in our house to be like very balanced but like that's why he's like a huge proponent for fake tits is because Wait, you said uh, your house you lived with him for five years not for the whole five but we moved in together after a year oh dear god but even the first the first year that i didn't live with him i lived with my friend jen and he still i remember he slept over every night besides six times in the whole year how old were you when you moved in with him 30. Okay. So you weren't like in your, you were, you were, you should know better than to move in after a year with somebody. I don't you know. think so? I, I don't think I still know better. Yeah. Oh, he was, is he your age then? He's my age. He's a year younger than me, but like, I think a year of dating somebody is long enough to know. But honestly, I knew better. You're right. I knew better before I moved in because he had red flagged the hell out of me and gone through my closet while I was at work and found a bunch of pictures of me on vacation with like the guy I dated before him, which I also dated for five years. Oh my and, um, we didn't even get into that. They weren't even like sexual. They were just like us on vacation. They were in a bag that I'd had when I moved, never looked through the bag. And I got the silent treatment for like a week because I had saved these photos. Just weird shit like that, where you're like, and why are you in my damn closet? You know what I mean? Get out of my closet, you freak. But right. like, I remember thinking this is a bad idea. And then like it was. And my dog was scared of him. And if dogs don't like people, there's a really good reason why dogs don't like people, you know? What are the, okay, other than being attractive, other than not being a comedian, other than like 
understanding that you are the big personality in the relationship, what are your other things that you require? I don't mind if somebody has an equally big personality. Yeah, they but, can have a big personality too. I just have an excessive amount. I feel like perhaps. Yeah, I don't. I think your personality is going to have to be with somebody. I mean, I don't know you that well, but I assume that most guys would, that also are big personalities would be like, "This is. It's not like a dream." They want to be the star of the show. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the guy who's like the funniest guy in his office, but he does like a boring job. But he's also like watches like knows all the good comedians. He doesn't watch Larry the Cable Guy, like he knows good comedy, but also um, knows his place in the, in the comedy echelon of your relationship. Like you're the comedian, but he's also funny. Good luck. Yeah, just guy. a normal dude that doesn't have a desire to do comedy, but is still really funny would be cool. What, what's your type in good looking? Like what's good looking to you? Redheads, blondes? Uh, I, I guess normally dark hair but like I don't have a huge preference as long as they're like commercially attractive unless they're a comic and then they can be ugly as hell <laughs> no you can't date another comedian you, you've got to promise me you won't do that I'll like, probably end up dating a comedian horrible. where else am I going to meet anybody at the tie-dye store I don't know <laughs> I um your apps back. I, watch, I watch this dating coach his name's Matthew Hussey I watch him on YouTube and he's always talking about how you should just like casually randomly strike up a conversation like go to like the bookstore and just strike up a random conversation and I'm like that's the kind of shit that makes me want to like like it that just I, I'm not gonna say it but I that is not what I want to do you know what I mean so not, like not a good idea no but anyway um I just want somebody funny smart good looking good job doesn't get jealous when I'm on stage good dresser but a fixer upper is fine I don't even mind a bit of a dad bod because like then he probably won't cheat on me you know and then um okay likes his parents has a good relationship with his family likes dogs especially small dogs um likes me that'd be cool I'm glad you put that on the list that would be important yeah doesn't just want to have sex with me that'd be cool too yeah. What, a, like, uh, um, are there deal breakers though? Like what are the deal breakers for guys other than not tie-dyeing? I have a ton of deal breakers until I'm like attracted to someone and then I don't have any. What are the main ones? Um, the main ones, jealousy is a big one. Okay. I, I, I don't mind a little bit. Like sometimes it's like endearing if somebody gets slightly jealous, but like if they're jealous, like the guy I dated for five years gave me the silent treatment once because the car in front of me at Starbucks bought my coffee. And like, and it was like literally probably a woman. She was in a minivan and it was like probably a pay it forward thing because I bought the car behind me, their coffee, when she bought mine. And he happened to be on the phone with me and he gave me the silent treatment because he said that I was obviously putting myself out there to appear single. I'm like, they probably can't even see in my car. So, like, I don't want a dude that, like, gets weirdly jealous about dumb yeah, shit. That's um, I like people that are, like, like, my love languages particularly are, like, words of affirmation and physical touch. So, like, I like when people say nice things to me and then physical touch isn't just, like, sexual. It's just, like, you can hug me sometimes. You know what I mean? And I kind of have, like, 
depression. And when I say like kind of have, like I massively have depression. So like sometimes I need somebody to give me a little like pep talk, you know, like I need somebody that can understand that like I'm super moody sometimes. And sometimes I just need somebody to like tell me that everything's going to be fine and like hug me. That's not something. like pull, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Like I'm not like a tough love kind of girl, you know? Well, you need to, the first thing you need to do is pay your bills for your apps so you can get back online because you're not going to meet some dude at a bookstore that meets all this shit. Um, it's just not possible. And then on Hinge, you could, or if you go on any of those apps, you could like do a picture with your fingers, can be like, no, I didn't kill anybody. Didn't kill, just tie-dyed. Or you can even be like, ask me about my hands. And then they'll be like, then you That's can bring in the tie-dye. This is a weird thing to say. Ask. I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> where could uh, where can people find out more about you? We're out of time here, Mindy. Where can people find you other than tie dyeing uh, wherever it is that you're tie dyeing? My name is pretty much just me on everything. So like I'm Mindy S on Facebook. Um, I'm E S S. M I N D Y E S S. Yeah, you say my my last name just like the letter S. I'm Mindy S on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel all about being a babe on a budget. And um, I'm Mindy S. Did I say TikTok? TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. I'm just Mindy S. So. All right. I'm going to follow you on TikTok because I just got on there as well. So Awesome. I can't open it right now because, you know, the app store yeah, thing. But like, oh, yeah, that's right. You can't even do it. That's hilarious. I've been doing it, but today it said I needed to update it because it had been a month and I tried, I can't update it. And so they're just like, sorry about your luck, girl. So now the TikTok thing is more important than the dating. So I'll probably <laughs> go to the app to the Apple store. I can't wait to see your TikTok on, um, on tie dyeing. I hope you have one. I have one. I'm going to, I'm going to look for it right now. So okay all right mindy thanks so much for uh joining us on singles only podcast and thank you everyone for listening to another edition or watching if that's what you're doing uh thank you and god bless but I'm still